2017 Cozy Zone friends. We made it. We're here. We are in the new year. Ben Weber here with a very special episode of Cozy Zone. Right here, right now, I am delivering to you the 2016 annual report of the Cozy Zone Foundation. Now, as we all know, without a doubt, Cozy Zone is the coziest podcast on the planet. Uh, every time I, I hear that theme music, I, I hear the dulcet tones of our guests or even myself, I'm instantly lulled into this sense of, of coziness. Let's, let's just take a deep breath in and let it out. Very nice. Let's just have a brief moment of cozy. It's very nice. Feeling cozy. I'm I'm definitely feeling very cozy. I'm actually coming to you from this extremely cozy treehouse cabin uh in the wilds of Vermont. Um there's sunlight pouring in. The ground outside is is covered in this beautiful powdery snow. Um I think I saw an eagle perched in one of the bare trees earlier. And inside, there's a there's a fire burning. It smells like cedar and pine. And I, I'm sitting at this beautiful uh, wood-hewn desk uh, with these, these uh, beautiful uh, maroon curtains uh, pinned up around the windows. There's a, there's a, a cup of, of lavender honey lavender tea steaming right next to me um and um well and i'm i'm all alone here um you know i i'm here i not not under uh duress that that's not exactly the right word but uh, uh you know i i work for the cozy zone foundation and the the board of trustees uh they they sent a, a cozy copter a a very cozy helicopter uh to my my apartment in Brooklyn. Uh, they they compelled me to enter, um, and gosh, you know this helicopter is is amazing, amazing, so cozy. Uh, it's inside is sort of like these velvet ribs, almost like these these luscious velvet vulvas that you just sort of sink in. Uh, it's this very cozy helicopter. Um, it smelled very much of lemon and sage. It was very, uh, very delicious, very, very warm inside. They gave me these these lovely uh, cashmere blankets to wrap myself in as we as we uh, helicoptered from Brooklyn to Vermont. They touched down uh, near this treehouse cabin. Very beautiful. 
Um, and they they said, listen, Ben, y- you have to uh, do some work for us. You have to clear the air. You you have to uh, clarify some things. And you have to, of course, deliver your 2016 annual report. And once you've uh, completed that, we're going to come back and pick you up. Um, you know, listen, you're not imprisoned here. Uh, you're free to go. Um, but, uh you know, we strongly compel you to uh, obey our request. And, you know, and that's what I'm doing. So here I am, friends, uh, in this this really luxurious cabin, um, you know, under under a bit of uh, scrutiny, uh, under a bit of pressure. Uh, I, you know, I just want to to make everything clear. I want to to make sure the message of the Cozy Zone Foundation is uh, loud and clear. And uh, just to sort of let you know what we have been up to at Cozy Zone uh, for the the past calendar year, uh, it's been it's been amazing. Um, first of all, so I I often say that I am the uh, or I am a representative of the Cozy Zone Foundation, and I I tell that to my guests, and then we we work together to. Uh, devise uh, an artistic collaborative project that will then be funded by the Cozy Zone Foundation. Um, uh, just to clarify, I am the uh, development assistant of the Cozy Zone Foundation. And as as you might know, the Cozy Zone Foundation is, a, is a, an imaginary institution of philanthropy that provides unlimited funds uh, for the development of sensational creative projects. Um, and my job is to process checks, uh, weigh precious metals, see how much uh, the donations are worth, uh, put that uh, donation amount into our uh, database, uh, Razor's Edge, and, of course, uh, write the thank you letters to our numerous uh, extremely wealthy donors. And I also want to clarify, just uh, for your knowledge, uh, just for the sake of disclosure, I, I always say unlimited funds, which... Uh, the Board of Trustees would like me to clarify, is not entirely true. There's not unlimited funds. Um, the Cozy Zone Foundation has an endowment of $1 trillion, um, which is, is a huge amount of money. And uh, so far, we have not uh, ever you know, used up that endowment. The uh, interest and uh, uh, dividends from that endowment uh, work very hard to fund all of the projects that have been proposed thus far. Of course, our board of trustees, they're always uh, looking for new donors. Uh, and of course, listeners, um, if you are interested in donating to the Cozy Zone Foundation, uh, we will be uh, setting up uh, a way for you to do that coming very soon. So stay tuned about that. Um, and yeah, actually, so uh, part of my my job here at the Treehouse Cabin is to do uh, some end of year uh, thank you letters to some of our donations that came in uh, right before uh, you know January first. Um, oh, here's one uh, that I'm working on. I can I can actually share you uh, share it with you uh, to see what you think. Um, so one of our donors, uh, her name is Rachel Pulsar, uh, and she's a, a Nebula developer. Um, just to sort of explain what that is, uh, from what I understand, uh, there is a, a market where they trade and buy and sell nebulas, uh, you know, of course, the, the gas, gaseous uh, clouds in deep, deep space uh, from uh, stars that have died. Um, and so uh, sort of around that marketplace, uh, you know, people uh, buy 
nebulas and they need someone to then develop it. So she works with the nebula owner and she works with contractors to get equipment up to the nebulas uh, through a very sophisticated uh, space travel. And I think that uh, the equipment is used to mine uh, the gas um, from the nebula, and then that's used for, for some, you know, classified things that I, I don't really understand. Uh, I'm just the development assistant, so I don't, you know, know all of the ins and outs of that. But apparently there's a lot of money in that, and um, Rachel Pulsar just donated uh, $12.8 billion to the Cozy Zone Foundation, which is incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel Pulsar. Um, and, you know, I just want to reiterate uh, on behalf of the Board of Trustees, it is important for, for all of our listeners to know there is no donation too small uh, to the Cozy Zone Foundation. But as a rule, as a general practice, the, the board usually asks for donations uh, that are well above the net worth of Donald J. Trump, uh, reported by Forbes as of today. Uh, and that would be a $3.7 billion. That is um, uh, Trump's uh entire net worth. And we're actually really proud to say that uh, every single one of our donations uh, in 2016 uh, exceeded uh, his entire net worth handsomely. And, and really, these are these are one-time donations. Uh, so just, that, just to put that into perspective, um, each of our supporters, each of our donors uh, is so much more wealthy than Donald J. Trump. Um, yeah, it, it it's it's embarrassing. I would say uh, if I were him, I would feel embarrassed uh, comparing myself to the uh, philanthropic might of the supporters of the Cozy Zone Foundation. And just also uh, to send a message, uh, President-elect Donald J. Trump, on behalf of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation, on behalf of every contributor, donor, and supporter, and on behalf of me, the sole development assistant of the Cozy Zone Foundation, I will instruct you to never give one of your filthy fascist dollars to our foundation. We, we will simply not accept it. So uh, you can save yourself some time. I'm sure you're going to be very busy uh, dealing with uh, the mess that is your very existence. So, you know, just don't bother. Thank you very, very much. Okay. Anyway, here, uh, here is a draft of uh, Rachel Pulsar's letter uh, just for your, your approval. Um, not really your approval, but I just want to sort of share with you what I'm working on. Okay. So here we go. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dear Rachel Pulsar, you made my day. As I sat here this morning in this cozy treehouse cabin in the wilds of Vermont, opening the mail, I came across your mind-bendingly generous donation. On behalf of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation, I would like to extend my most humble gratitude for the essential role you have played in the creation of the greatest collaborative art projects in the universe. Knowing of your fabulous career in nebulas, you certainly would be an expert on that. <clears throat> Um, here at the Cozy Zone Foundation, our goal is to make sure that two artists can realize a dream bigger than they ever imagined possible. While we devised 17 extraordinary art projects this year, uh, we need to sustain them in perpetuity, as well as have the resources to fund new projects in perpetuity next year. Your generous donation of $12.8 billion will go a long way in helping us make art that impacts the very fabric of the cosmos. <clears throat> in fact, with your gift, we will be able to start construction on a small functional replica, excuse me, replica of planet Earth 
uh, for Manny Delgado and Ben Weber's film Dead End, a project of the Cozy Zone Foundation. Thank you. You have made a real difference in the lives of the artists we serve. Thanks to you, we'll get these amazing shots of what a real Earth would look like after an apocalyptic nuclear holocaust. That's going to be a first in cinema history. <clears throat> Rachel Pulsar, thank you once again for your donation. It means the world to us. With gratitude, Ben Weber, Development Assistant to the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation. <clears throat> Ah, yeah, so uh yep, yeah, that was uh that was my my letter. I have to say it's a little um I don't know, it's a little embarrassing, a little vulnerable making uh to finally sort of say that I am the development assistant to the Cozy Zone Foundation. I, I am actually kind of a, a career development assistant. Um, you know, I, I began uh, I was a development assistant at, at BAM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music, uh, then at uh, Urban Green Council, uh, and then at Film Forum. And so I've, I've really kind of put in my 10,000 hours of, of development assisting, and, and frankly, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really good at it. I mean, that was, a, that was a great thank you letter. I mean, I know that. And, you know, listen, that is a, we, we just we acquired one 12.8 billion dollar donation uh from a major donor that's 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 incredible like that's that is unheard of in my in my circles so you know i just want to do want to take the time to commend myself and of course the board of trustees for leveraging uh that uh, donation but you know there is a lot that happens in the thank you notes you know what i mean so just that that relationship that is maintained with all the donors I, I do want to take a moment and take some credit for my work in uh, making all of this happen <sighs> okay so um, just to say 2016 was was an undeniably challenging year filled with death and destruction and despair suffering is universal and the cozy zone exists to provide carefully curated moments of calm wonder, joy, and connection as darkness swirls all around us. Um, and it is a very exciting moment that I get to have right now to share with you some of the Cozy Zone numbers we received from uh, the data wizards at the foundation. Um, yeah, so you already heard that we, we did uh, 17 projects. You're going to hear that again. But let me, let me give you the, the full list of, of our, our data and our metrics uh, for 2016. Okay, so in 2016, there were 55 total episodes, nine complete guest episodes, uh, 41 guest sides between eight guest episodes. So I, I switched between presenting a full uncut episodes to dividing the episodes into uh, distinct sides. I, I would love your feedback on how that went. Um, you can tweet at me, at Cozy Zones, uh, or, or send me an email, ben at smashtype.com. Uh, we had 17 total guests, which means 17 projects devised for the Cozy Zone Foundation, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe all of those projects uh, very soon. Uh, we had three Figment episodes from 2015 that summer, and there's going to be more coming. Uh, and of course, there were two tragedy processing episodes. Uh, one of them was the, for the victims and survivors of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, and uh, the victims and survivors of the election of Donald J. Trump. 
Um, Twelve cozy zones were recorded indoors. Uh, three cozy zones were recorded outdoors, and two cozy zones recorded both indoors and outdoors. We had a little switcheroo. Uh, I included 24 original circle songs, uh, which is very exciting, and I hope to continue to share those circle songs. Um, and here, here's a pretty exciting number. So the total Cozy Zone podcast time for 2016 uh, comes to 37 hours and 23 minutes. Uh, said another way, that is 2,223 minutes. Uh, that is 133,380 seconds. That is one day, 13 hours, 23 minutes of pure, uncut, cozy zone-ness. Um, and uh, congratulations to episode 44, Cindy at the Black Table, was the most popular, most listened to episode of 2016. Hmm. Uh, I wonder, wonder who it's going to be this year. We'll just have to see. Um, as uh, as the development assistant of the Cozy Zone Foundation, it is my uh, legal obligation to pitch the collaborative concepts generated from my guests to the board of trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation so that they can allocate the funds necessary to make these poetic visions a reality. So please sit back and relax and enjoy the 17 gorgeous Cozy Zone Foundation projects that we devised in 2016. In episode 36, I interviewed my one and only mother, Sally Weber, on the cozy couch in Whitefish Bay, Wisconsin. Mom and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, The Reading Community Center. The Reading Community Center is a stately cabin-like building situated in the wooded solace of southeastern Wisconsin. It serves as an inviting retreat for those who struggle with reading, as well as the loved ones who support them. As you approach the center, you will notice beautiful flowers and landscaping, as well as the vitality of programming, which includes concerts and performances, as well as world-class literacy instruction. The Reading Community Center. In episode 37, I interviewed my longtime New York City mime friend, Skylar Sullivan, in his bungalow on Ohio Street in San Diego. Skylar and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Jamaste. Jamaste is a viral movement phenomenon. It is a series of gestures and dance vocabulary created to bring anti-racist ideals to the forefront of modern society. Jamaste can be performed in any public place, like a sporting event, or by two or more participants. If bystanders become aware that Jamaste is occurring, they are culturally compelled to join in. It's like uh, the wave, you know, at a soccer game or a hockey game. If the wave was an anti-racist dance phrase. Jamaste. In episode 38, I interviewed my delicious queer pervert leather friend and former co-worker Katie Diamond while she cleaned boots in her Red Hook Brooklyn apartment. Katie and I We'd like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Figure One. Figure One is an epic work 
of optical illusion sculpture. We live in a world steeped in constant, senseless state violence. Traditional metrics cannot begin to illustrate the true human cost of lives lost through military strikes and individuals perpetrating violence. 50 killed, 300 killed, 2,500 killed. It's really impossible to imagine the horror, the inhumanity, and the depth of the survivor's pain embedded in each of these numbers. Figure 1 seeks to represent each face of the people killed by state violence in a single day through a complex, a complex network of sculptural wire. As you move around this enormous work of art, some faces vanish while new ones come into focus. So can you picture this? It's, uh, it's like a wire, three-dimensional line drawing of faces that morph as you, as you move throughout it. Figure one. In episode 39, I interviewed my giant-hearted, entrepreneurial, and enthusiastic friend, Zach Brown, in Bryant Park, New York City. Zach and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation, our project, Voices of Earth. Voices of Earth is essentially a global TED Talks with extraordinary hot air balloon technology. What if everyone on Earth could engage in conversation with one another, and that conversation could then be public? Voices of Earth makes this dream a reality. Thousands of floating spheres are positioned over the populated regions of Earth, allowing people to enter the plush listening-slash-viewing chambers so they can converse with others or tune in to a conversation already in progress. Conversation is rendered the new global currency, Voices of Earth. In episode 40, I interviewed my intellectual, sexy, burner, poly, sexual health advocacy friend Emma on her couch in a onesie in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Emma and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation, our project, Biolog. Biolog is the bright future of body scanning and biofeedback technology. Step into our state-of-the-art full-body scanner. The scanner measures your vital signs, physical well-being, mood, and overall brain activity. A delightful, artificially intelligent voice then guides you through a customized survey to gain further insight into your individual tastes, habits, and desires. Once complete, Biolog engages all five senses with a poetic backdrop of sights and sounds. Whatever your body needs, whatever experience you are craving, Biolog will provide it, calibrated perfectly, just for you. It's like a biology and dialogue. Biolog. In episode 41, I interviewed my handsome, charming, responsible, thoughtful friend and former co-worker Manny Delgado in his Bronx, New York bedroom. Manny and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project Dead End. Dead End is a film, so uh, here we go. In a world scorched by the apocalypse, the human race has been forced to burrow deep into the Earth's crust. 
While billions have died, the strong have developed brutal methods for survival. Humans live in aggressive, fractured tribal clans. Childbearing women are revered and feared as gods. Without the sun as a life-giving source, people must extract essential nutrients and other raw materials from the cultivation of fungus. And as the toxic conditions of the surface leach deeper into the Earth's crust, the clans must keep burrowing further down towards the mantle of liquid rock. Will the human race ultimately reach a dead end? Dead end. And again, thank you to Rachel Pulsar. Your generous contribution uh, will help us make uh, a, a pretty to scale uh, replica of scorched earth. Uh, we're actually going to put it out into space so we can do some filming there. Um, it's going to be really lovely. Uh, thank you, Rachel Pulsar, so much. That's really great. <clears throat> in, uh, in episode 42, I interviewed the babely and brilliant Jenny Gruber. Do you know where I got to interview Jenny Gruber? Do you know? In the bath. For me, I think for my money, the bath is, is really one of the coziest zones that you can, you can get. You know? So 2016 was, of course, very, very heavy, but this happened. And Jenny Gruber and I sure as hell made up an art project, tell you what. And you know what it was called? Mood Ring. Jenny and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Mood Ring. Uh, Mood Ring happens to be another film. So here we go. Uh, inspired by the majesty of everyday life, Mood Ring captures the vibrant poetry of five romantic relationships with unflinching candor and clarity. Each story has chemistry you can feel, wit you can smell, and sex you can taste. Mmm. Won't you wear our Mood Ring? Mood Ring. In episode 43, I interviewed the scintillating love clown Marisol Rosa Shapiro at Coney Island, Cozy Island, in Brooklyn. Marisol and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Our Parade. Our Parade is a global perambulatory clown performance. A grumpy, serious clown has lost his parade. A buoyant, silly clown has lost her parade. As the grumpy clown searches for his lost parade, he is bothered by the following of audience participants that grows slowly behind him. As the buoyant clown searches for her parade, she is delighted by the following of audience participants that grows slowly behind her. The two clowns begin on opposite sides of the earth and find each other in the middle, each guiding their massive following to the culminating moment of meeting. Our Parade. In episode 44, the most listened to episode in 2016, I interviewed the radical, political, powerful, and darling Cindy, a licensed massage therapist who specializes in craniosacral work at her black table in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Cindy and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Homotopia. Homotopia is a work of global land art. The greatest local artists, designers, engineers, and landscape architects from every corner of the world will work together to sculpt the human form on the very earth itself. 
This artwork will cross geographical boundaries, state boundaries, and the very boundaries of the imagination. Homotopia. In episode 45, I interviewed my dear friend, superior colleague, and adorable puppet-slash-theater maker, Renata Melillo Townsend. Al fresco in Lincoln Center Hearst Plaza, located in Manhattan, New York. Renata and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Creative Cove Connections. Creative Cove Connections is a global network of community cultural spaces. Imagine your community. How many creative coves exist there? Uh, These are places that generate community, that foster learning, and offer gifts. Places like museums, concert halls, and bar back rooms. Imagine an international team of curators who could guide participants from around the world through these places, facilitating both local and global cultural exchange. Creative Cove Connections. In episode 46, I interviewed my wise, kind, thoughtful friend, colleague, and bro, Andrew Enzel, at the Fifth Avenue Diner in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Andrew and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation two projects. Uh, One, Escape from Bro Island, and two, Elephant in the Room. Escape from Bro Island is a one-act play that takes place in a dystopian future where fascist queers rule the world and have banished bros to a prison island. Through a farcical series of hijinks, the bros and queers learn to live together in harmony and peace. Elephant in the Room is a kazoo-forward rock band for kids. Through intergenerational audience participation, high-energy dance moves, and their show-stopping opener, The Train Song, Elephant in the Room brings the party every time. Be sure to keep in tusk by signing up for our mailing list, Elephant in the Room, and Escape from Bro Island. In episode 47, I interviewed my brilliant, sweet, passionate puppeteer friend, Spencer Lott, in his puppet studio in South Park Slope, Brooklyn. Spencer and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, The Weight of Ink. The Weight of Ink is an evening of puppet theater. A battalion of marionettes perch on a high catwalk surrounding the stage below, which is completely covered in stretched canvas. As the marionettes speak to each other through rich, muscular text, they step into vats of ink stationed along the catwalk. At unpredictable intervals, the marionettes crash from the catwalk onto the canvas stage below, making the canvas, marking the canvas with their wooden bodies and creating poetic images, powerful text, and groundbreaking compositions. The weight of ink. In episode 48, I interviewed my magnetic friend and colleague who is masterful at multi-disciplines like physical theater and illustration and vocal jazz, W.T. McRae on Babel Day. We began in his breakfast nook in Astoria, Queens, and then headed to Clinton Cameo Studios in Times Square for a rehearsal of Babel, his devised acrobatic dance theater piece. W.T. and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, The Cozy Zone. The Cozy Zone is a healing center 
for Human Arts, located in the Bronx, New York. During Phase 1, W.T. and Ben embark on an extended period of exploratory globetrotting in order to prepare, prepare their bodies and spirits to become the leaders of the Cozy Zone, uh, which I will explain. Uh, in Phase 2, we build the Cozy Zone, which is a beautiful center built to fully embody a happy place. The Cozy Zone. In episode 49, I interviewed my charming, supportive, and talented friend and co-worker, Valerie Ong, on the High Line in Manhattan, New York, specifically in the lounge chairs of the Diller, Von Furstenberg, Sun Deck, and Water Feature. Val and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project, Diptych. Diptych is a global network of art-charged spaces linked by unconventional modes of transportation like roller coasters and zip lines. Once participants enter these spaces, they must respond by creating a painting and a musical composition inspired by the space. A diptych. Diptych. In episode 50, I interviewed my best friend, Lisa Lacasio in her altar room in Hollywood, Los Angeles. She is also a writer whose book Jutland Gothic will be published by Grove Atlantic in 2018. She is also a professor of creative writing at Wesleyan University. She is also a gorgeous witch. Lisa and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project Redwood Homeschool Desert Homeschool. Redwood Homeschool, Desert Homeschool, is a boutique educational experience modeled after the Danish Folk High School. Dual learning centers are situated in contrasting biomes of California, the redwood forests of Northern California, and the deserts of Southern California. Students focus on creative passions that both complement and differ from their current life path taught by a faculty of world-class practitioners. Redwood Homeschool, Desert Homeschool. In episode 51, I interviewed my gentle, earnest, candid, and buff AF friend, Terrence Brown, at the Prospect Park Planet Fitness in Brooklyn, New York. Terrence and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation, our project, Okami Wellness. Okami Wellness is a center for health and creativity dedicated to individuals affected by homelessness. With locations all over the world, each fitness and arts center is designed and built by the community in which it resides. Okami Wellness. And finally, in episode 52, I interviewed my powerful, hilarious, Cedarbergian friend Elise Plant in her Brooklyn Whole Health office in Park Slope. Elise and I would like to submit for the approval of the Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation our project Cozy Zoning. Cozy Zoning is a grand campus of transitional housing in New York City for those in the foster care system that is steeped in the arts and creativity. Residents are surrounded by warm, nourishing environments where they can explore their identity as artists. Cozy 
zoning. So, Board of Trustees of the Cozy Zone Foundation, it's on you now. You know, these are the preliminary pitches. Uh, I'm going to be working hard in 2017 to make sure all of these projects are up and running. Um, you know, I still owe you a, uh, an annual report for 2015, the first year that we, uh, we did this podcast, Cozy Zone. I just want to say uh, to all of the listeners out there, thank you so much for, for tuning in, for being a part of this. Thank you so much to all the guests. This is really uh, an extraordinary experience for me. Um, I am overwhelmed, of course, by the generosity of the Cozy Zone Foundation. Uh, I really love being in this treehouse cabin. Um, I, I think I will uh, pick up that... Uh, what looks like a platinum walkie-talkie to call the cozy copter back uh, because I think I'm winding down now. But um, listen, thank you so much uh, for all of your participation, uh, however you have done it, uh, in Cozy Zone with Ben Weber. I'm looking forward to a beautiful 2017. Uh, I have some great guests coming up that I, I am so excited to share with you. I have some, some big ideas that I hope to, uh, to launch with your help. Uh, I, I am continuing to grow and learn about myself and gain love and confidence for myself uh, and the things that I put out in the world. And I think I am really learning uh, a lot about coziness and what I need to feel cozy and the implications of that for living a, a beautiful, just poetic, artistic life. Um, gosh, thanks, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I hope everyone is feeling cozy right now. Can't wait to get cozy with you next time on Cozy Zone with me, Ben Weber. Tune in to www.benweberprojects.com for all the Cozy Zone episodes Follow me on Twitter at Cozy Zones. Follow me on Instagram at Ben Weber Projects. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Stitcher. Or just use your favorite podcatcher. Uh, shoot me an email. Ben at smashtype.com. Um, so much gratitude. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, looking forward to, to talking to you next time on Cozy Zone with me. Ben Weber. A beautiful thing is cozy zone.